0: Now on to the interview with Hugh Hewitt. Morning, glory and evening, Grace. America, the hour I promised you is here. I have always said that the happiest place on earth is the stretch between 60th Street on Newport Beach and Huntington Beach Pier, where I am most Saturday mornings, moving very slowly up and down the bike path, uh, jogging, running, whatever you want to call it. But it's going to be wild this Saturday because the AVP championship is coming there and I'm so pleased in the studio with me is Carrie Walsh Jennings, the very best in the world at what she does. That's why, Carrie, I'm so I'm so excited <laughs> to meet you because you are the very best in the world at beach volleyball. I've never actually, I don't know that I've ever talked to the very best at anything before. Well,
1: I aspire to be the best and I appreciate your confidence in me. Um, but yeah, this weekend I'm going to be the best with oh, my partner.
0: <laughs> oh, you are a three-time gold medalist at the Olympics. You're the reigning world champion, right? That was just a no, couple. No,
1: actually. Well, yeah, I guess if we won the Olympics, yes. Yeah.
0: And so, it, but didn't you win the, uh, the world championship? We got
1: second. Oh no. But, however, losses are all terrible, terrible, but we learned a good lesson. I don't, I really truly don't know if we would have won the Olympics, how we not suffered that really tough loss. Oh, we had match point twice, which, but no, we've won the world championships three times. Uh. My partner has won once with a different partner. Um, so we're going to go for that title together next year. 2015. Okay. And
0: yeah. 2015, that's the lead up to Rio.
1: Yes. exactly. And you
0: guys are aiming at Rio. That's everything. Um, every day. Every day. Every day. Now, well, tell us, first of all, because people are tuning in. They just heard, i got to be in Huntington Beach to see uh, Kerry Walsh Jennings this weekend. How? When are you playing and all yeah. that deal? Well, stuff. so the
1: qualifier is happening actually right now. I just left the beach. It's going on strong, both north and south side of the pier in Huntington. Tomorrow is when the main draw starts. So there will be 16 men's teams, 16 women's teams, best teams in the country, competing for the Huntington Beach Championships for the AVP. Um, I think our first match is tomorrow afternoon. But match play, I believe, starts at 10 a.m. It's free. VIP seating you can pay. It's really reasonable reasonable, but um, it's free to the general public. It's really fun, whether you have kids or you're single, you're, you know, you have, you're have coupled. It's really fun for everybody.
0: Oh, it's ex- and, and they have lots of parking, and Huntington yes. Beach knows how to do this. They've been doing it for years. And uh, AVP is a very good development for your sport. I mean, it's a great it's huge.
1: thing. It's huge. You know, this tour has been around for a long, long time. We've had fits and starts. So we've gone bankruptcy twice. There's a new owner the past two years, Donald Sun, and our goal, together with the players, his goal and our goal, is to make this mainstream. You know, people, the demand for beach volleyball is huge. You see it at the Olympics. People love it. NCAA San just got picked up, which is huge for us. So the oh, I AVP, didn't know that. Oh, it's huge. Absolutely. So colleges, Division One, Division Two, are signing up every month, You know, adding teams. And um, it's going to be an official national championship sport, I think, this year or next year, which is which makes the AVP that much more important and relevant, um, of course not only does. to the future of the sport here in the States, but for our Olympic future, we need that pipeline.
0: It sucks. Actually, uh, I've had two interns who've been college volleyball players, and you're their idols, and... Uh, uh, and I, I'm so happy because sports has gotten a lot of bad stories recently. Yeah. Your nickname is Six Feet of Sunshine. <laughs> you are always good news in the media. Uh, and, really I, and I want to talk about just generally your approach to that, but you inspire hundreds of millions of young girls oh. to go out and play and to have fun. I mean, do you think about it that way, or do you think I'm just playing volleyball?
1: No, you know, I've come to think of it that way. I remember I got a scholarship to Stanford University. I was 18 years old. That was my first dream come true. I remember one of the very first matches as a starting freshman, on the starting team, um, I said a bad word. I messed up. I said ah. a bad word. My coach, Denise Corlett, pulled me aside, Carrie, you're a role model now. I'll see all these girls in the crowd. They're looking at you. And so that was kind of a moment of, okay, this is different. And now, however many years later, I don't need to tell you, um, I'm a professional athlete now. I take that responsib- responsibility so seriously. I love that little kids, little boys, moms, dads can point to me saying, this is how you want to do it. Learn from her, her mistakes as well, but she's doing a pretty good job, and I love that. You're a mom. I'm a mommy. Uh, how
0: old <laughs> yeah. are your kids?
1: I have three kids. Joey and Sundance are four and five. Um, and, oh, yeah, they're beautiful boys. Oh my gosh! They're, amazing. they're Irish twins. They're just under a year apart, yeah. which was my dream. And then we have Scout Marjorie, who is uh, 17 and a half months. And it's just, it's, the, it's made me appreciate my job and my lifestyle so much more because it's just made me a complete person, you know.
0: Oh, well, congratulations to you and your husband. How Thank in the you. world are you doing? Three children under the age of six, uh, world championship level, Rio-headed Olympian and, and great wife and all the other stuff that you do. How do you do
1: it? That's all arguable. Um, the great wife I may be arguable. I, I aspire to be a great wife for my husband. But um, you mentioned it, my husband. He's the secret to my success, absolutely. we. He's chasing the same dreams. He wants to go to Rio. He wants to win a gold medal. He's playing on the well, Actually, he just tore his calf muscle, so he's not playing this weekend. Ouch! I know, such a bummer. Um, but he makes the dream work. We're such a team. Team. You know we know what we want to accomplish. We have a plan, and we're in it for the good, the bad. You know we're all in it together, and our kids are very reasonable, adaptable kids. They've uh-huh. been on the road since day one, and um, you know we do it as a team. They love hotels. They well, love
0: airplanes. Do they, do they travel well? They love
1: exploring. Okay. Yeah, you know, and they've we've had been on so many flights with all of them, and I've had one bad flight, and that was with my daughter, and it was a thirty-minute flight, and you know it was okay. We survived it. You,
0: know, you won gold in London, Beijing. Athens, Rio's very different. I'm going to jump around because I've got so many no questions. How are you mentally thinking of Rio vis a vis these other European places or the Far East? I mean, Rio's just different. Do you, do you think yeah. it's a different set of preparations?
1: Um. Yes and no. I mean, I think it's different. It's different for me because it'll be my last Olympics. Um, we're playing on the country that next in line to the U.S. for beach volleyball domination, which is Brazilians. They push us harder than any other country. Um, but that's our comfort zone. We I travel around the world. You know, I go to Brazil... At least once a year, I compete all around the globe, so that 's my normal when I get there um it 's just going to feel so big and so different because all the emotional stuff the life stuff that is going to be going on you know? uh,
0: i've got i 've got so much to do I want to start though with what 's most important who made Carrie, Carrie. Who do you? Uh, we got mom and dad, we got coaches. Tell me about them.
1: Okay, well, we got God. <laughs> yeah, we got God. <laughs> Who put me in the best family ever. You know, I got my parents and my, my siblings. I, I said I'm Irish twin. My brother, he's 11 months older than me. I have two little sisters and an amazing support system in my family. I probably have 50 family members that live within three miles of each other up in Northern California. And you're Roman I, Catholic. I Roman saw that Catholic, you were growing yeah, up in all up the parish schools. School, so I, saw that, yeah. I love it. I grew up in a bubble, um, within a bubble, because the area I grew up in was just so. Idealistic and wonderful. Um, But I just feel like my upbringing, my family, my faith, and then something I was born with, you know, the competitor in me, the lover of life in me. um, You know, I feel like what I was born with, the nature of me was compounded by my surroundings. When
0: did mom and dad figure out that they had an athlete on their hand who was intensely competitive?
1: (sighs) That's a great question for them. I would say at least before I was ten.
0: Okay, and so they they were all in. They all said, in. Well, my you father, want to do it, I'll do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, no, for sure. And that's kind of the family motto. You know, we're do it together, and we're going to support you one hundred percent. Certainly, sports is what I grew up with. My father played semi-pro basketball. He was in AAA, you know, system with the Oakland A's. He was oh, a I didn't pitcher. Yeah, oh, he's he a was. Stud. My favorite athlete ever was my father. Um, beautiful jump shot, beautiful golf swing. He, you know, obviously great throwing arm. And then my mother um, played sports in college. She was a setter at Santa Clara University. Oh, so she knew the game. Oh, she's she's the fiercest person I've ever met in my life. My mom. She's 5'7". She's the little, littlest one in our family, but she's the heart and soul. She will stare at a giant and say, I'm going to take you down and the giant will be afraid. Um, my father, and she's and she's talented athletically, but my father was the graceful athlete long and lean. He's 6'8". Um, so I feel like I'm a combination of those two, and it's awesome.
0: Are your siblings athletes as well, Carrie? Yes, all of us are. Yeah, awesome. I
1: mean, if we go down the list, my brother and I are the oldest grandkids. If you go out on the list of cousins, every single person is an athlete. I have three uh, cousins playing collegiate volleyball right now. Um, We're rooting for it. We rooting for Stanford again. Always Stanford, oh, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. Ha, I have a Bruin in there. Oh, you do. I okay, do. You and snuck one then in. I have a Wildcat in there. So Northwestern, um, no Arizona. Okay, no. okay. Northwestern Wildcats?
0: is Wildcat. They're both Wildcats. Okay, thank okay. You. And uh, my uh, daughter's a uh, Wildcat Northwestern. That's why. I okay. yeah, why yeah, are you Pac-12. wearing a
1: key? It's a giving key. Have you heard of this brand? No, no. Tell so me about this. So they employ homeless people to um, engrave these keys. They're recycled keys. So they're giving homeless people jobs. Um, proceeds go to homeless shelters to you know, help serve them. And every key has a word on it. That, uh, and this word, mine says breathe. I, don't, I want to invite breath into my life. My husband says gratitude. He was going through a funky time. I said focus on the positive. So you wear these keys and when you find someone who might need the word on your key more than you, you hand it off. You kind of pay it forward. Uh, but it's just about my Mindful living and, you know. Well, why breathe? Do you, can you realize how fast I talk?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you're like me, so <laughs> I know, I we'll it. just accelerate. And then Bobby Jindal's on the show <laughs> oh, earlier oh, today, geez. so we're all going at 50,000 awesome. RPM. Yeah,
1: you know, it's just I, my challenge in life is to pause once in a while and to take a deep breath. And not only as an athlete, you know, that's where I'm best when I'm present. And I feel like if you take a breath, you're going to be very present. But just in life in general, you know, I, I go hard. I love working hard. I love getting stuff done, but I want to enjoy it. And this is a reminder to, like, you know, now you're
0: competing up. tomorrow. So how yeah. are you preparing? today.
1: Well, I'm in here being inspired. Well, well, I'm very flattered.
0: (laughs) I'm very flattered, but I mean, you've got a big tournament tomorrow. Do you have a special routine on uh, a pregame day?
1: No, not really. You know, it's interesting. Usually I travel around the world to compete. So when I'm competing at home, it's something that's still new to me. Whereas tomorrow I will make my kids' lunches, I will drop them off at school, and then I will go down and compete. And that's a little bit unique to me. Um, And it kind of trips me up because usually I'm like, okay, game face. I'm going to watch a video, I'm going to talk to my coaches. But I want to take advantage of this amazing blessing that I'm playing in my backyard and um, when I train every day I have all that craziness going on so I don't need to really change it Kerry
0: Walsh Jennings and the whole AVP team will be down at Huntington Beach beginning tomorrow they'll be there all weekend long if your kids are at all interested in sport we'll talk about this afterwards take them down there let them see how much fun it is to be involved and we'll talk about why that matters so much when we come back Kerry Walsh Jennings in studio with me the third hour of today's Hugh Hewitt show stay tuned 21 minutes after the hour, America. I am not ashamed to be enthusiastic about interviews. And when I get to interview someone that I've been watching for years... In the most highly pressurized situation, the London finals, I can remember it still, Athens-Beijing, you and Misty May, and, and Misty's not your partner anymore. Your, your new partner is?
1: April Ross. April Ross. And she's she, a
0: Costa Mesa girl, right? Yeah, yep. she's a star. She's a star, yeah. and you guys are going to you're gonna be competing this weekend at Huntington Beach. But you basically invented this game, and by that I mean you brought it to the world's attention, and and by that you gave a lot of opportunity to a lot of women out there. When you first started down, the, when you first went from college volleyball into beach volleyball. Did you think this would be your life, the way that it's become your life?
1: Never, never, ever. Consciously, my whole life, I avoided beach volleyball. I grew up near Santa Cruz. I was on the beach all the time to junior lifeguards, but I was so comfortable indoor and so afraid of looking like an idiot on the sand that I avoided it until I was 22. Um, I didn't want to go live in Europe and play indoor volleyball. And I had this opportunity to try out with my idol growing up, Misty May, I'm now Misty May trainer. And so I kind of jumped up on an opportunity. I was still going to school Stanford I would commute down to train with Misty on the weekdays you know I had two days of school come down um, and it changed my life forever how did
0: she find you or how did you find her well
1: we were very familiar she's a year older than me so we were very familiar with each other for the the juniors world Um, and then in in Sydney our parents got together and say hey wouldn't it be great if Carrie came to the beach and Misty was looking for a new partner she was competing on the beach side in Sydney um, with a veteran she wanted to grow learn the game with someone her age and so it was like getting a call from Michael Jordan come try out I said absolutely um i cried a lot that first transition, I was so humbled. This game still humbles me. It's crazy. But um, I'm so glad that I sucked it up. And So you
0: did not play until you were 22? I avoided
1: it. Absolutely not. I wouldn't do it.
0: Well, that's a great inspiration to a bunch of volleyball players out there right now who are wondering, can I do this? And the answer is,
1: Absolutely. You have to be willing to be humbled. I mean, to to be great in anything in life, right? You have to be uncomfortable and be willing to live in that discomfort. I didn't know if I was tough enough to live in that discomfort because I wanted to be the best in the world. I'm not good at being and bad, <laughs> you know. Uh, but Misty was patient. I was determined. And after six months, I called my mom. I said, "Mom, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm tough enough. I have the magnifying glass on me. Misty's one of the best in the world already." Blah blah blah. She's like, "Okay, Carrie, I respect that. Did you give it your all?" I said, "Yes." She said, "Okay, then, good job. I respect that. And I'll go get a nine to five. And you know, good luck." And I'm like, "Okay, I can't. I can't get a nine to five. That's not in me yet." So I sucked it up. And um, it did just, Misty
0: ever sit down with you and say, "Are you in this? Are you committed?" Or or no, was it always partnership from the beginning?
1: She, well, I had that question of her because she yeah. was very, you know, everyone wanted Misty. Yeah. I was an unknown quantity, you know. Um, if, you know and so she, she was committed from the get-go. I was committed from the get-go. We went through a million ups and downs in life and on and off the court. And she changed my life forever. So it's, it's pretty remarkable. But
0: Lori must have... A heck of a job. I mean, it's so hard for her. It's hard for you, April. April. I mean, April. It's so hard for her. She's stepping into Misty's shoes, and you have to do a new partner. So, how is that working out?
1: You know, the coolest part about it is that she's not stepping into anyone's shoes. April is such a star in her own right. She was a
0: silver medalist, right? Silver in London, and she's a world
1: champion. Champion. So, she's been on the biggest stage, performed very well. Um, And you know, we were ready for the transition. I knew way ahead of time Misty was going to retire after London. She knew her partner was going to try to start a family, and we were ready. So. April is very confident in being April. I don't want her to be Misty. You know, she'll fail at that. I don't, want, I don't want to play like April's former partner. I'll fail at that. So yeah. we're just oh, bringing the best of us, you know, and we're a new team. We're new dynamics, new energy, and we want to take over the world with us.
0: Uh, now, now, in terms of your sponsors and your branding, how hard is it for them to transition to to, to Carrie and April from Carrie and Misty and from April and whoever her partner was to you yeah. know, April and You know, and I think it's
1: harder for the fans to accept. Yeah. You know, I get tweets every day. I'm so sad you're not with Misty, and I'm like, okay, thank you for loving us, but love April and I, too. You know, there's room for everybody. Um, we, I've always had different uh, corporate sponsors than Misty, so it's always kind of been separated. But yeah, you know, I think the AVP has been promoting April and I, and we're kind of getting that buzzword, April and Carrie, April and Carrie. And the more you say it, the easier it becomes. Yeah,
0: it, it's just a big transition, like when LeBron yeah. left Cleveland, although that was a horrible day, he had to go down and become a Heat, and now he's coming well, back to Cleveland back. and welcome back. Amen. Exactly. You know the show, so you yes. know that that's a big deal for us. In terms of, of your life outside of the sport, how much is there? Do you get, like, an off-season in beach volleyball?
1: The off-season is coming up. I have two more tournaments, thank the Lord, and then I'm done for a couple months. So off-season is generally October through December, no volleyball. I pick up volleyball training again sometime in January. Um, But that being said, off-season is lifting weights. It's, you know, doing sand workouts, track workouts, but just being refreshed by not playing volleyball and letting, you know, the overuse injuries from playing nine months out of the year settle down.
0: What's the worst injury you've
1: had? Uh, Knock on wood. I've had four shoulder surgeries. Uh, Two at Stanford and then two right before the last two Olympics. Uh, But right now, I literally have knee tendinitis, and it's the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Like, sitting down for five minutes, I want to scream. But um, it's super minor. So it's just so interesting how pain works, you know? Four?
0: Shoulder surgery? Yes. Who's your shoulder surgeon? Is it Ruben? Dr.
1: Schubert. Uh, oh, Schubert. No, Schubert. he's okay. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's local. He's, I think he's here in Irvine, yeah. um, off Geronimo somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, he, he saved me. He's, I mean, he's given me a lot of life in the shoulder. So and you I, must
0: love physical therapists, too, because they've had to have been working with you I'm grateful for forever. them. I mean, they
1: drive me absolutely crazy, or their work drives me crazy. But I am so grateful for the team I have around me. Um, you know, I always say, when you win a gold medal, it's the most amazing thing. You're on top of the podium listening to your national anthem. So proud. Um, The hardest thing about it is that your team, your village isn't behind you. And it's just, it's really hard because I have the most amazing support system ever. And I would love to be able to recognize those people on the biggest stage. Um, I will do that down the road in some way, you know, whatever platform I have, but, um, that's one of the hard things. But Has I'm anyone made a everybody. video
0: of your life yet? Has anyone said, here are our three sets of games, here are our three uh, biggest moments, our three stands, our three different cities? Anyone done that no, yet?
1: No, I don't. I mean, we we had somebody following us around <coughs> for the uh, before the London Olympics. We had a documentary following us for two and a half years. Um, my husband and I were going through, like, the... Toughest part of our relationship didn't know if we were going to survive it. And this was all documented leading oh, up dear. to London. Amazing. Like the hardest part time of my life became the most beautiful blessing because we worked through it. It made our marriage work. Um, sorry, sidetrack. But no, yeah, so we've had people follow us around. Yeah. Yeah, life, I want it to be rainbows and butterflies all the time, but um, it's not. And um, I'm so willing to work through the muck, you know, to get to the greatness. And my husband's the same. Um, but my village of people behind me is really remarkable. That includes my physical therapist, Tommy Knox, my fast twitch trainer, my Pilates, everybody.
0: And so how many are we talking about? That,
1: uh, well, professionally. Yeah. How
0: many goodness. people are part of the village? Not, I mean, our actual professional parts of the village, not mom and dad, not yeah. boosters, not husband. I mean, people who okay. take care of you.
1: So yeah, I have my coach and assistant coach. Those two April, obviously um, I have my physical therapist, Fank Amato, my sports psychologist, Mike Gervais. Um, oh my, you're putting me on the spot. I'm going to miss somebody. Uh, it's like gonna the Oscars. It's, gonna,
0: it's like that. Well, you have lots of time between the breaks. You'll be able to I'm do that. keep
1: thinking. But the list and Dr. Schobert, who's done my shoulder, um, Carrie Walkfogel, my Pilates. It's you know, it's not that big, but it's the A team. It's the most quality. It took me 10 years to find these people. Did anyone ever
0: work on you on, on saying we're going to make you the happy girl? We're going to make you into six feet of sunshine. Did anyone come <laughs> up with that? Or is that just you?
1: Well, my husband gave me that nickname when Did we he? first met. He's like, yeah, and I had no idea what it was. I think it's a reference to an old VW bus or something. I have no idea. I don't know either. It's great, but, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a happy person. That's my, you know, that's how I kind of came into this world. But if you met my mother, you'd understand. She talks faster than me. She needs this key more than me. I should actually give it to her, now that you mention it. But, no, I come from a very happy, optimistic family.
0: All right, we come yeah. back. We're going to talk about coaches. They matter so much. Oh, and about gratitude. Uh, Carrie Walsh Jennings actually lives it, and so I'm so happy. On Twitter, your handle is? At Carrie Lee Walsh. At Carrie Lee Walsh. You've got to go back to the old name to find the new name. But then you can also just Google Carrie Walsh Jennings. You'll find about it. And remember, Huntington Beach this weekend, drive from wherever you are to come down and watch the AVP play because it is. it will inspire everyone in your family. Don't go anywhere. It's the a Show. 34 minutes after the hour, America, it's Hugh Hewitt having a happy hour with all the terrible news in the world from NFL scandals to a bull in Africa to ISIS has a new hostage, that terrible Australian pro. I talked about it for two hours, and then I thought I'd switch it up because I have the opportunity to talk to Carrie Walsh Jennings in studio because she's playing Huntington Beach this weekend. Three time gold medalist she is with her new partner, April, at the AVP Championship in Huntington Beach. It's on your way already. It will go on Friday from 10 to 5, Saturday from 9 to 6, Sunday from. 8.15 to 3, so they'll wrap up by then. Yeah. The championship game will be about what time? Noon on Sunday? I
1: think the women are around 1:30, the 1.30, the men maybe 2.30 or 1 and 2.
0: I've been down there at the beach. I usually park in Newport Beach and walk up, and it's just wild. It's so much fun, and of course all the different vendors and people from all over the world show up. What kind of crowds do you get for these things?
1: Pretty good. I mean, especially here in the beach cities, you know, it's Huntington Beach loves beach volleyball. That's where Missy and I first started training together as Huntington, so it's kind of a homecoming for me. Um, but we'll get We'll get a great crowd. It's going to be a little bit, I don't say, don't want to say rowdy, but there's going to be a lot of energy on site north of the uh, Huntington Beach Pier. People yeah. love our sport. People are very familiar with our sport here, you know, obviously in Southern California. So um, it's going to be really fun. You
0: mentioned Brazil. You mentioned that the college games have now accredited there will be a championship. Where else has it taken off? It's sort of like uh, water oh, polo has spread across the globe. Beach volleyball is spreading exactly across the globe. Exactly the
1: same. I can't begin to tell you. I mean, we play at the base of the Alps in Switzerland. We've played uh, like on the causeway to the Eiffel Tower in Paris, we you can, beach volleyball can go anywhere, and that's one of the coolest aspects of beach volleyball. We don't just need we don't just need to be on a beach; we can be anywhere. Um, so all around the globe people love beach volleyball, and the world is really, really, really good at beach volleyball. So this competition in Rio 2016 for the Olympics, it, the level and the quality of play is going to be insane, and I want to win it so bad, because I've never seen the field so deep on the women's side, and I've never seen so much support coming from these different federations. So, so how to win this will be the ultimate.
0: How do, you, how do you start to prepare for an Olympics? You've done this three times very successfully. Yeah. I don't know how many other four-time game gold medalists there are. Are there any other?
1: Oh, yeah. I think, I think Carl Lewis. I think there's oh, a handful of in some four of the games. basketball athletes, okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I want to be in that. I want to be in that league more than are there. I can any other women that you. have done it? I think maybe Lisa Leslie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this Not is a very
0: good. rarefied era. Yeah. and and so you're going down there, and you're and so how do you visualize? What do you do? I mean, do you have like oh, a right. master calendar on the wall that says I got to do this, I got to do this no. from now until Rio?
1: I mean, that kind of happens organically. You know, I I once we get the uh, the schedule for the year, that kind of determines when we're going to start preseason. All these things. My trainers, I trust them to put me through the the ranks, you know, and kind of vary things up during, depending on the time of year. Um, But that being said, mentally... I know what I want to be doing on August eighteenth, twenty sixteen. I want to be like this. Uh, I know the date. I know. I know the August, beach, Copacabana. Oh, yeah, August eighteenth. Yep, twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, and really cool. I started working with my sports psychologist, Mike Gervais, before London, actually, um, two thousand and nine. So it's been a while now. And as we progressed throughout the time, Misty and I had a really tough time right before London. It was our worst year in two thousand and twelve. We were competing terribly, and he wanted to get us out of our own way. He's like, if you have a dream and you hold it too tight, you're going to suffocate it. But if you're too casual with it, it's going to float out of your hands. So you have to find that right amount of tension. And so my mission going to Rio is to find that right amount of tension. And for me, that's the breath. That's the pause. That's living mindfully every day, really cherishing the journey. Um, all these cheesy sounding things are so important. And he also gave me a good exercise. He's like, I, I know what you want to do. I know what the result you what the, you want the result to be. How do you want it to feel? you know, and that to me is so important. And with April, I told her the other day, I'm like, I have it. I know how I want it to feel. I want it to feel like we're a kid in the candy shop, like we're having so much fun. And, yeah. you know, because once you get to the Olympics, the hard part's over. You got to play. I mean, you have to perform on that stage. But you you have to learn to love the challenge and learn to love the discomfort that comes with all that. And I can't wait to play like I'm a kid in a candy shop in Rio.
0: And how much time do you and April have to spend off of the court together to be comfortable on the court together?
1: We had that instantly, to tell you the truth. I i I I looked at her like a month ago, and I'm like I'm so glad you're my friend. She was my acquaintance before, my competitor before. She was a thorn in my side before because she was so good and challenged Chasing me so much. And kicking. Yeah, yeah, and I loved it. I need her. She was vital to my success, as are the Brazilians and the Chinese and the Germans. Um, but now that I know her, I'm just like, where have you been? Like you're my girl, you're my friend. I love it. So we have we had something that clicked immediately. I think we're like minded in a lot of ways. She's a faith based girl. She comes from a great family. She she's a geek for her sport. Like. I am, and she loves getting better.
0: And there so. must be a mob of super talented young beach volleyball players who want to beat you. I mean, that's got to be they want to take oh, out. Before you retire, yeah, they yeah. want to beat Kerry. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, no, for sure. You know, my goal <laughs> is always to have the biggest target on my back possible. A lot of people love being the underdog. I do not want to get anywhere close to being the underdog. I want to be the top dog. People are shooting for me. And April and I are dealing with that now, and it's such a challenge because you have to be on your game every single time.
0: Kerry Walsh, in studio with me. The AVP is at Huntington Beach today, in fact, and tomorrow, all through the weekend, go down and see them. Extraordinary athletes bleach and she's the best in the world at what she does we'll talk a little bit more about that if you're a young girl playing volleyball don't miss the next segment stay tuned Walsh Jennings is my guest on the Hugh Hewitt Show as we mix it up. It is a California show. We originate from out here, and I'm sorry for all you people that have to live somewhere else, but the uh, Huntington Beach on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is about the best place in the world to be, and if you're a volleyball athlete, you've got the best athletes in the world playing for you down there. Kerry Walsh Jennings, I mentioned before the break, I wanted uh, young girls who are playing volleyball or any sport right now to listen in. Tell me about the coaches you had when you were young, and the right attitude you recommend these young girls have towards their coaches and their colleagues right now.
1: Okay, well, I was—I have been blessed my entire career with great coaches. I know a lot of young athletes don't have that experience. If you have a coach that's difficult, I think it's your job as an athlete to be an advocate for yourself and to make it livable. You know, you kind of have to suck certain things up. If you're that miserable, I think move on. But for me, I've had amazing coaches. My very first coach um, was so. Focus on fundamentals that I was so grateful. He took, we did tedious stuff. Every single day, the little minute stuff that allows you to do the crazy dynamic stuff, and he harped that. In my my father's the same way. If you don't do the ABCs, you can't even get to XYZ. My husband's the same way. So we're I've been really blessed in that. And before every Olympics, um, actually for the first hour of every practice, we're working on the little nitty gritty details that you think by that I've been playing the sport for over twenty years. Yeah, you you've think got the I Malcolm Gladwell
0: ten thousand hours thing. Exactly, down. it's yeah.
1: real. It's real. You know, you can't substitute experience and those touches. And so, but every touch is important. You know, I think for a lot of young athletes, you go out there and you're peppering with your friends before a match, and I'm guilty of this. Where I'll just be really casual chatting. And I was talking to my husband one day. He's like, you know, I had a coach who got on me for being really casual when I was doing the most simple stuff. He's like, that's a that's a rep. That's a chance to get better. And so now every time I touch the ball, right when I step on the sand, I'm like, okay, I'm here to get better. I'm still chatty. I'm a girl. I like to gossip a little bit, but I'm very very focused. And I take a lot of pride in you know taking advantage of every single rep. But coaches are hugely important. coaches are there to make you uncomfortable I feel oh. like that's lost a lot these days where people if you get pushback from a coach you feel picked on or you feel diminished in some way if my coach isn't making me uncomfortable every day he's not doing his job and he's been very black and white about that and I had to come to realize that with him and with my coaches throughout you know now that I'm in my 30s I really I understand that and I appreciate it's like that. being a parent just, totally yeah, yeah. You, you have to be called out you have to be held accountable and that's how you become great and you have to have someone you know on you otherwise if you're left your own devices you're going to figure out a way to cheat <laughs> you know that's human nature
0: and what is your worst time in the sport what was the darkest uh, time in the sport
1: i guess uh 2009 when it went bankrupt 2010 you know that i was pregnant at the time so i it didn't affect me that much and i i've been fortunate to have a platform outside of my sport where i can make some money and yeah. you know be um, have a platform, but our sport went away for two years, and it was a crusher. A lot of people were owed money, never got paid. It took away the trust that the brand of the AVP had built up, and then a lot of those athletes who were young and upper had to get a job and had to leave the sport because there was no home for them. So um, we're in a rebuilding cycle right now, and that's why I love that I'm on the show. You know, you have such integrity, and you support things you know, that you believe in, and the AVP is going to get there. We're a restart right now. We're going to be great. We need to be great for all these athletes coming up.
0: Well, all these volleyball... Uh, women who, who have something to do in high school and college, then they stop having their sport available to them. I'm just so happy that this I is going to spread out and keep doing it. Yes. And the NC2A, uh, how long did it take them to persuade to make it a championship sport?
1: Well, it, it, that depends on the number of schools signed up, with okay. the full schedule. And so it's not there yet. I mean, they've had championships, but I just don't know if they're certified. There's okay. like some tricky nuance going on. But the numbers are very close to being there or they're already there. Uh, so the demand for the sport is awesome. I think that that is all the evidence we need that our sport is a hit here in America. It definitely is a hit around the world. Will
0: ESPN be there this weekend? Do you know if they're CBS going to be telling CBS Sports. CBS? Yes. Oh, wow. CBS big Sports. deal. CBS Sports,
1: yeah. So we're, that's our network right now. Um, and we need a big TV presence. You know, people are like, what is, what is the disconnect? There's this demand for the... The sport but it doesn't translate into dollars into your tour for your athletes and we just need to be we need more eyes to see us on TV you know it'd be great to be on network television and you know with that comes the bigger sponsors and all that stuff. well they need more names
0: I mean they need True. you and that's yeah. that's probably why they're happy that Lori I want them to ride that, me yeah, as and, much and, as much and as possible and, and, and produce how about on the men's side are they doing the same sort of yeah. exponential growth
1: absolutely yeah, no not so much you know the men's side of the AVP tour is hugely popular uh, men's indoor volleyball is steady. I think it's not the strongest sport, obviously, on the men have, and there's no sand volleyball on the men's side. So there's just so much more opportunity on the women's side. Um, but men's club, you know, juniors volleyball is picking up. So I think it's just a matter of time it'll pick up. But I love the AVP of the men competing alongside the women. It's not co you know, mixed doubles, but we're, I'm competing on the court. My husband's two courts over playing with his partner, kick and butt. And I think, and I love that about our sport. You know, I think a lot of women's sports get compared to men's sports and they get lost. Like if you compare, WNBA to NBA, you're in trouble. Well, my
0: rule for that has always been, if the very best in the world at the women's sport can beat 99.9% of the men, then it succeeds. That's like beach volleyball. You can beat 99.9% of the men who play this game. And so I I just think that's why it's not the same with the NBA and WNBA. It is the same with golf, and it is the same with track. And, you know, Joni Benoit is a better marathoner than 99.9% of the men who've ever run the marathon. So that's... I'll be right back. One more segment with Kerry uh, Walsh Jennings. Don't go anywhere except to make your plans to go to the Huntington Beach this weekend. If you're anywhere in California, one of the world's great athletes in my studio. Stay tuned. Fifty-five minutes after the hour, America. I hope this hour has inspired you as much as it has me. Uh, Carrie Walsh Jennings has extraordinary energy in the studio, and I'm sure she's going to bring that to the Beach Volleyball uh, Stadium at Huntington Beach Pier tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. In fact, they're underway tonight. Okay, Carrie, the obvious question. You have three gold medals. Where are they? I mean, how do you put them out (laughs) there? That's a very
1: good question, actually. My Athens gold medal I gave to my parents. They earned it way more than Uh, I did. How sweet. Yeah, well, yeah. So they have that one. It's sitting in a safe, which I don't know if I appreciate that, but um, it's there. And then my other two are in my closet. You
0: don't Somewhere. put them out there. They're in my
1: Oakley Sunglass case. No, not There's yet. A
0: syndicated radio Show, and it w- would it have killed you to bring one? Bring one of them along. That's okay. We don't want you to no, invite
1: no. me back after I went in after we win in Rio, and I'll show you that. Oh, one. absolutely, that win. is a
0: given. Now, in in terms of, of, of winning in Rio, that, have the networks already begun to focus on you? I mean, this yes. is only twenty three months away.
1: Oh, it's going to come in a heartbeat. Yeah, I NBC, ha, you know, put me on the map, and I'm already already talking to them. Going to start shooting promos. Um, you know, I'm. A mommy i've been there a lot so I, I hope that they use me a lot i'm such a big fan of the olympic movement and what it represents so they're going to use me and i'm all on board for that
0: and the u.s olympic committee they're a hundred percent they're they're better they they had their rough times too yeah. do you think they got their act back together again
1: absolutely i i don't envy them their job you when know there's you, so many things involved
0: when you win and you retire will you be part of trying to get the olympics back to the united states
1: i don't know i mean of course i how can i not want that yeah. um yeah. Yes, I will. It, if they want me, I'm I'm there.
0: There's so many Olympians around Southern California. People have competed. Not many gold medal winners. None have I ever met have won three before. I know some other gold medalists, but but there's so many Olympians and they talk about the Olympic movement, but it's kind of lost it's lost some steam in America in recent because yeah. we haven't had the games here.
1: You think so? Yeah. yeah, I I I feel it so much maybe because people, you know, correlate me with the Olympics. Yes. You Kerry know, Walsh Jennings is the Olympian. And so I feel that patriotism. I feel that people have American pride when they think of my sport and myself. And I love that. So I haven't felt that. But yeah, I think America obviously is an amazing host for the Olympic Games. I would love a Summer Olympic Games here to highlight, you know, the best summer sports in the world. Are you and
0: going into television when you're done playing professionally? Because you're know. so it big. stresses me out. <laughs> oh, come on.
1: <laughs> the stress of performing on TV and radio. I don't know how you do it every day. It's so different than competing. But I might. I don't know. We'll you see. Know, I, and I can't I a swing tree. a golf
0: club in front of five people. I, well, how, do you that. go into that zone, uh, the Kevin Costner zone, when he when he played the big league pitcher and nothing movie. is there? It is a, it is a good I movie. Like that. Is that what you do? Can you yeah. hear the
1: crowd? I, I can hear my dad saying, block a ball. I can hear a couple of things. Um, and if I'm playing poorly and I'm distracted, it comes in more and then I have to breathe and reset. Um, so once in a while it comes in. I, I mostly I feel the energy, um, but there is some kind of zone that I want to be in, mostly with my partner, um, and then the rest is just fun. All
0: right. You've got McDonald's. You've got Gatorade. You've got all these great sponsors for AVP. Who is your favorite person to associate with? We, we're, we're going out. Who, who really makes the game possible?
1: Oh, my gosh. What a question.
0: Well, then you'll have to answer I it have, the next time I we're know. back. I got, I'm
1: totally on the, on the spot. And I don't want to fumble. Oh, don't. We'll come, next you time you come George back. You behind you. And he, I, he, I'm such a fan. Um, and he loves our sport too. But he hasn't been supporting lately. Oh, true. You need to give a call.
0: Kerry Walsh Jennings, thanks so much. Good luck this weekend at Huntington Beach. I'll be back tomorrow, America, on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. That concludes today's episode of The Interview with Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening. Make sure you come back and check out all the other podcasts on the Salem Podcast Network. And remember to thank our sponsors, andrewandtodd.com. If you believe in long-form interviews like I do, then do your real estate transactions with Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian. I've known both men for a long time. andrewandtodd.com. Go there, answer a couple of questions. They'll tell you what's best to do with your house or call them at triple eight triple eight eleven seventy two. 888 1172 You'll be glad you did, and you'll be glad that you listened to the next episode of The Interview.